An entitled Karen steals my Nintendo Switch, tries to run off with it, but thankfully I'm able to catch her in time and get it back. And I honestly could not be more upset over the situation. Here's what happened. I am a 23-year-old male that loves to play on my Nintendo Switch. I love to play Super Smash Brothers and put nearly 300 hours into the game, but I accidentally dropped my Switch and had broken it. I was devastated because I put so much money and time into this Nintendo Switch. I walked to my local game store and left my game console there for a couple of days so it could get repaired. On the day I picked up the Switch, I was ecstatic. I walked up to the employee and I picked it up with a smile. Suddenly, right when I picked it up, someone tapped me on the shoulder. As I turned around, a woman in her mid-30s was staring at me. And in a very hurried and angry voice, she said, Excuse me, but let me talk to you outside. I was confused, but I was in a good mood, so I obliged. Once me and this entitled Karen got outside, She said, 100. I was confused and I asked her, uh, what do you mean, ma'am? She then exclaimed, 100 pounds for your game console. I calmly told her that I was not selling my Switch, and even if I was, I spent lots more money on it than just 100 pounds. Just for the Switch itself, I spent over 300 pounds, not to mention the abundance of games. The lady then screamed at me, you do not deserve that console. She was acting like a toddler in a temper tantrum, stamping her feet and clenching her fist. I decided to just walk away and put my Switch in its case in my bag and walk back into the store to buy the game I was also coming to the store to get. After I bought the game, I walked out of the store and went on my phone. Suddenly, I felt something tugging on my bag and then the zipper going up and down in a matter of seconds, far too quick for me to even know or react to it. I turn around and I see the same entitled Karen before she quickly starts sprinting off. I quickly chase after her, shouting to give me back my switch. I eventually catch up to her and grab the switch and put it in my bag, all with a burning rage. I start shouting at her, and after a while of arguing, I look at her arms and see the new game I bought stuffed down her jacket sleeve. I knew this was my game because she didn't even buy anything after she came out of the store. My blood started boiling, and I snatched it off of her. After telling her to back off and to get away from me, I walked home in a fit of rage. Even thinking back on this experience, it still makes me upset, but I'm glad I got my console and my video game back. I'm honestly really surprised that this story didn't end with you saying, and then I called the police. If someone ever tried to steal my stuff, I would have absolutely lost it on them. There's no way I would have let that slide without some kind of legal repercussions because of it. And the original poster said it best. This Switch, as well as all the games they've bought, cost them hundreds of pounds, and I would be incredibly upset if I had to spend all that money just to get my stuff back and to try and reclaim my property. Just imagine if she ran off with this and broke it again. You would have had to have waited even longer just to get your Switch repaired. So good for you for getting that Switch back and getting your game back as well. I just can't imagine someone being so low as to reach into someone's bag so blatantly just to steal their property. Hopefully this never happens to you again when you go back to that store. And if I were you, I would tell the store owner exactly what happened. Because honestly, you do not need that to happen to anybody else because that would be absolutely true tragic. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you would like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for getting another girl kicked off of our volleyball team for being incredibly toxic? Well, the title says it all. I got another girl kicked off of our team, and I'm really lost in whether or not I'm the jerk. To give some context, I play volleyball, and last year I played my first season of club volleyball. For those of you who don't know, club volleyball is basically where you just pay a lot of money and get very good training 
training and get to do tournaments around your state, as well as some tournaments out of state. Pretty much any person who has ever played on or coached a girls volleyball team knows that they can be pretty toxic and often include cliques that make the other girls feel very excluded. Well, my team had one of those, and this clique involved three girls who we will call Scarlett, Amanda, and Brooke. Those are not their real names. Brooke was nice to everyone, but Scarlett and Amanda had always, for some reason, been very aggressive towards me in particular. Throughout the whole season, I had noticed them to be less willing to high-five me or celebrate any of my accomplishments, like they did with the other girls. I tried my best to look past it and honestly think that I was just as nice to them as I was to other girls. Later in the season, though, we had a tournament, and I missed the practice prior due to a stomach ache. To this day, I don't know what caused the stomach ache, but I had been very stressed and my period had also ended a couple days prior. I knew it wasn't COVID because my brother had tested negative the day before. Regardless, the day of the tournament, I felt fine, and so I told them that I would be going. Amanda insisted that I had COVID and that I shouldn't come, even when I told her I was sure I didn't have it. Many of the other girls seemed to agree with her and even said they refused to play with me, so I called my coach and asked him what I should do. Because to be quite honest, I don't know whether to go home or not. He told me to get a COVID test, and so I did. The test came out negative, and I was a little late to the tournament because we had to stop, but I went nonetheless. When I got there, a couple of girls apologized for being rude, but Amanda and Scarlett refused to talk to me. They refused to go near me and barely even looked at me. While we were warming up, I was retrieving a ball, and I ran past Amanda. As I did, she looked at me and said, 10 feet away, idiot, and then walked away. I wasn't sure what to do, so I ignored her and went on. That was the first of many incidents that followed. For the sake of keeping it short, I won't tell all the stories, but here's some of the highlights. She would often try and throw the balls at my head when I wasn't looking. She would talk bad about me behind my back, and she would refuse to help me with any kind of chore that the team was supposed to do together, and overall just try to isolate me from the rest of the team. Because of Amanda, I started to dislike playing volleyball, and it got to the point where I would come home from practice and cry in my room most days. I honestly wanted to quit at this point, but my parents had paid a lot of money for this. I really didn't want to waste it, especially considering the end of the season tournament was coming up. One practice in particular, though, I got there and all of but two or three girls were almost completely ignoring me and refused to high-five me or cheer me on for anything, no matter how good I was doing. I felt so alone to the point that after practice, I couldn't hold it in until I got home and started sobbing as soon as I got into my dad's car. I cried the whole way home, all 30 minutes of the drive, and when I got home, my parents and I had a talk. I decided that I was going to leave because this team was honestly just not good for my mental health. I texted my coach along with another girl on my team who had been nice to me throughout the season. The girl then told me that Amanda and Scarlett had been talking badly about me and about how bad I was, and this was just to try and take me down a peg or two. I was one of the best servers and had the most playtime out of any of the setters. The other girls apparently agreed, which would explain them ignoring me all practice. When my coach asked why I left, I told him the truth. He told me that Scarlett would be away during the last tournament and asked me if there's anything he could do to get me back on the team, including getting Amanda kicked off. He also told me that he completely understood me and was willing to help me and talk to the owner of the club. Long story short, a couple of meetings with a club owner and a lot of tears later, Amanda got kicked off of the team. The problem 
is, we had one practice before our last tournament, and she was our best libero. Along with that, getting kicked off the team means that she can no longer try out for this club, which is the most affordable and had the best results in our city. It might even affect her chances of getting onto other teams, which is part of the reason I'm not sure whether or not I'm the jerk. The other reason is, is that after our last tournament, two girls came up to me and told me that they thought I was an absolute jerk for getting Amanda kicked off the team and that I was acting desperate and rude. I really don't think that I am, but I just need to know, am I the jerk for getting this girl kicked off my volleyball team? You are absolutely not the jerk. Don't even worry for a second. In all honesty, it sounds like Amanda was a toxic piece of garbage and was jealous that you were scoring so much points and getting so much more playtime than everybody else. Someone like this had it coming. And if it wasn't for you speaking up, this toxic behavior would have kept going. People like Amanda in this story are toxic just for the sake of being toxic. They're petty, they're jealous, and they have nothing going for them in life. So they do their best to take down people they see as a threat. And in the case of the original poster, you were exactly that to her, a threat. And she did not want to deal with you. So she did everything she could to spread terrible rumors about you and put you down at every opportunity. And I've dealt with something like this before, so I know exactly where you're coming from. And speaking up, regardless of what people think, is honestly the best thing to do. Because based on what you've described, you didn't do anything wrong. Amanda and Scarlett are absolutely to blame for this entire situation. And you know what? If they don't get into any other clubs and they have to pay more money, personally, I think that's a fantastic reward for being a toxic piece of garbage. People like this absolutely have karma coming their way. And it sounds like Amanda got exactly what she deserved. I cheated on my girlfriend and now she wants to take a break. I've been dating my girlfriend for two years. Around one year of that, we were long distance dating. We moved to the same city to be together and I've been living with her since January of 2022. I have been cheating on her by talking to other women on Reddit and saw that I had a dating app early on in our relationship. I never physically cheated on her. I also have a friend that has been an issue in our relationship because this friend would send inappropriate pictures of themselves on social media. I didn't meet up with this friend in real life ever by the way. This issue with this friend has come up four times in our relationship and all four times she told me to stop talking to the friend. I told her I would stop but I didn't. My girlfriend searched through my computer and found inappropriate pictures of this friend that were taken all throughout our relationship with the most recent one of these pictures dating back to March of 2022. This friend also doesn't know that I've been saving these pictures. My girlfriend also saw Reddit messages in which I flirt with other women that I see posts in certain subreddits. My girlfriend feels like she set boundaries and I ignored all of them. She said that she told me so many times to cut my friend out of my life because she considers this cheating. She told me earlier in our relationship that commenting on a girl's inappropriate photo is not okay with her. During our relationship, I told her every single time she asked that I was never doing anything that she would consider cheating. She said I lied to her for two years. My girlfriend tells me that she can forgive me and wants a long-term future with me. Here's the problem, though. My girlfriend wants to take a break for a month and date other people during this break. She said I can set physical boundaries that I don't want her to cross with other guys. She wants a break because she said she wants me to take time to change and then to come back to her. She doesn't want to be with me while I'm changing because she said it's not healthy for her. She wants to date other guys because during the break, she said she doesn't want to disrespect herself and lose her dignity by putting her life on hold for someone that didn't keep their word for two years. I don't want to break. I told her I will break up with her if she goes on a date with someone else. I can't resume our relationship 
knowing that she's dating other guys. The thought of her with someone else gives me so much anxiety, and it's not a normal way to handle this situation. What should I do? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The original poster in this situation is an absolute jerk. You are actively cheating on your girlfriend. You're putting her through so much anguish by communicating with these other women and 100% cheating on her. And yes, your girlfriend set boundaries and you completely violated them. The original poster is so toxic, I can't even describe it. You've been a garbage boyfriend for two years and she does not deserve that. And now when she wants to date other men during this break, suddenly you have a problem with that, you should be lucky that she's even taking you back. If anything, the original poster has just proved outright that no, his girlfriend cannot trust him. Like your girlfriend didn't do anything wrong. Literally all the fault lays on you. So get some help and break out of this relationship. Because if you really love this girl, then you would stop trying to hurt her. And what you're doing right now is absolutely damaging her completely. Today, I messed up by provoking some very angry Dutch farmers. I'm not sure if the manure protests have been in the news outside the Netherlands, but our farmers are very angry about new emissions legislation and have been spraying and dumping manure all over the place to protest. I'm just a low-level city worker here, but part of my work does involve environmental as well as emission regulations, and I have been very vocal in the past that I support the new laws and think that the benefits are completely worth So I'm sure some of them were at least vaguely aware of me, and not in a good way. Truthfully, I had been somewhat removed from the effects of the protests, and maybe underestimated the severity. And in all honesty, this is where my mess up begins. I tweeted something last week when I saw the latest news, basically stating that if you think slinging dung everywhere will change our minds, we're not scared of it. I've had enough pets to know where to put manure, in the same garbage can as your ideas. After I posted this, I think at least one of them noticed and told the rest of the mob because when I showed up to work after the weekend, the entire small building where I work was covered in manure. And when I saw what happened and after reflecting on the tweet I sent out to the internet, this definitely was not what I had in mind. When I heard of these protests, I thought it was just a few buckets being dumped in the road here and there. But when I rolled up to work, the stench was unbearable and I absolutely wasn't able to go inside. It was that much. It was stuck to the windows and there was at least three centimeters deep of sticky, wet stuff in the entryways, the lawn, as well as the walkways. Everything was saturated. I was told a few hours later that the worst of it is cleaned up by some poor cleaning crew, but honestly, the stench is so horrid that I'm really just considering taking a sick day. So I honestly wish I didn't send that tweet out, and next time, I'll think twice about upsetting some very angry Dutch farmers. Now, I'm not sure if any of you have ever smelled pure manure, but it is absolutely 
completely rancid. I can't think of anything that smells worse than that. So when this guy says that his whole building was covered in it, I believe him. I've seen some of these protests online, and these farmers are absolutely upset. They really don't like this new law, as apparently it completely uproots how they do things. And it does not sit well with them or their business. So they are literally launching manure all over the place. And I legitimately don't know how anybody's able to get anything done. This stuff is so vile. I literally would not be able to even get close to it. And what a mess that must have been to clean up. To the cleaning crew that had to take care of that and clean up all that disgusting grossness, you absolutely deserve a raise. Because there is no way I could ever go through that and make it out the other side as the same person. And while I think there are better ways to protest than to spray manure everywhere, but I also don't want to upset these Dutch farmers and have them drive to America only for them to then start spraying manure where I live. All jokes aside, this is a really gross situation, and hopefully it all gets worked out soon, and both sides are able to have some kind of middle ground that they can go to. Otherwise, the Netherlands is going to be really stinky for quite a while. My job is an absolute nightmare, and I'm just not sure if I should quit or not. For context, I've worked in hospitality my entire career, and I've never worked anywhere like this. I understand there's a level of chaos inherent when you work at hotels, but this place is off the chain. I started working at this hotel, part of a larger chain, about two months ago. I worked day shift for two weeks to get the feel for the place, then moved to my permanent position as a night auditor. Just since I've started, another employee has been harassing me and stalking me on the clock four times. We've brought it up to management, but there's still no response to it at all. The security in this place is a joke. Cameras only record in a few spots, mostly just the parking lot and the cash registers. About a week and a half ago, a guest was able to access our back office. This was pretty easy because the guest stairwell door opens right into the office and it doesn't lock. He stole a maintenance uniform, a respirator, rubber boots, and latex gloves. He had a weapon. He watched the auditors who were working that night until they saw him and he barricaded himself in the security room. He was, of course, arrested. And this happened on a Thursday and management said they would have a meeting and let us know what they were going to do about it. Such as, I don't know, getting a functional locks for the office or get the cameras working or just make sure we're never working alone. But by Monday, guess what? It was still radio silence. And one manager told the girls it was their fault. This is a huge hotel with a full service bar and restaurant. We're left working alone way too often with responsibilities that pull us away from the desk for about 20 minutes at a time. Meanwhile, just about anybody can very easily walk back there and get into our office. All of this aside, the conditions are awful. They refuse to run air conditioning to the front desk and the lobby is all glass, so it's typically at least 85 degrees Fahrenheit, especially during the summer. With the heat waves recently, it's been 90 to 95 degrees. The building is filthy and falling apart. You can feel the floor joints when you walk through the guest hallways, because there isn't any subflooring underneath the carpet. The sewage pipe bursted and flooded three floors, and they didn't even clean the wastewater. I don't know if I can rent this place out to anybody for $150 a night much longer and it literally doesn't feel like it's worth going to management to fight for better conditions because they're so slow moving and they don't do anything anyways. So should I just get out of this place and find a new job? What should I do? That sounds like a really terrible job to be completely honest with you. It's one thing to have terrible customers and clients to have to put up with on a daily basis, but it's another thing entirely to watch the building fall apart, for basic security to not be in place, and for management to drag their feet in keeping you safe. That is personally just absolutely 
absolutely unacceptable. And the fact that some psychopath barricaded themselves in your office and management had the audacity to blame the staff was more than enough for me to say confidently that you absolutely need to find another job. This one does not have your best interest in mind. They don't care about you. And at the base level, safety should be the most important thing. And they went around and tried to blame the rest of you for something that could have easily been avoided if certain safety protocols were just in place. So that's my opinion. I would honestly get out of there and start looking for something else. If you can, get out of there with another job lined up, but if you just straight up quit, I don't blame you as well. Also, I think it's worth noting, you should definitely report these people to OSHA. There is absolutely nothing your management could do to stop you from doing that, and they can't fire you for reporting unsafe work conditions. And trust me, nothing will get things moving faster than an OSHA violation looming over this management team. They do not want that because that's a nightmare to deal with. So honestly, get out of there and get out of there fast. Because these people do not have your best interests in mind and you can find a job that's going to actually provide some semblance of security for you and make you feel safe and comfortable as you work. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.